Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Better Black Than Never. I am your host, as always, Tavarnis King, and I am honored that you have made some time to hang out with me today. Uh, I got to admit to you, though, today I, I am heated. There's so many things that came through the wire yesterday. I am so heated. I don't even have the energy or the inclination to do that little chit chat that we that I normally do during this time because I just want to I just want to tear some people some new assholes today. You know what I'm saying? Because some there's some fuckery happening in the world, and I'm just sick and tired of it. So we're not even going to get into any of the pleasantries. All I will say is, hey, to all the people in Texas going through it right now, uh, yo, good luck, especially to the good people. You know you know me. I'm not one to be wishing bad people good. I'm not that guy. I'm not, I'm not so, you know, kind or whatever it is you want to call it. So shout out to all the good people of Texas. Uh, look, we're, you know, the rest of the world, we're praying for you because it's pretty motherfucking obvious that you guys are going through some shit right now. Um, but aside from that, I want to jump right into the mix. I want to jump right into the business. So let's jump right into the first topic. So the first topic I want to handle today is what, look, none of these are going to be nice. You know what I'm saying? I got to mention, it's going to be a while before we get into something that's even close to nice. But the first one that we got to get into is one that surprisingly kind of took me by surprise. I should have expected it, but it did kind of take me by surprise when I saw this news. And that is uh, the charges have been dropped. The prosecutors, I'll say it again, the prosecutors asked the judges or rather the judge to drop the case against Amy Cooper. For those of you who do not recall, uh, sometime last year, it was middle of last year, I would say, middle of last year, uh, a white woman by the name of Amy Cooper falsely called the cops on a black man who was just bird watching, told the cops that she was in danger, that he threatened her, clearly understanding that doing so would lead to at the very least him being accosted violently and at the very worst him just being straight up shot and given that he was a bird watcher which meant he had binoculars i can totally see a scenario i could have totally seen a scenario where cops would have rolled up on him decided that the binoculars were actually was actually a gun and shot that man dead and fucking Amy Cooper knew that shit, weaponized the police officers against this man. Um, his, name, his name again is Christian Cooper, obviously no relation. Uh, but she clearly understood what she was doing, called the cops, lied. All this was captured on video. It was a whole big thing, you know what I'm saying? And she was called Central Park Karen, if I recall, for a little while there. And it started the conversation. And understand, this happened during the whole George Floyd, you know, uprising, okay? In all the conversations, in all of the discussions, in all of the soul-searching, quote-unquote, that happened in this country around what happened to George Floyd, this was one of them where people were talking about how white women weaponized, you know, police officers weaponized tears weaponized their their white woman privilege against black women and black men and so this definitely became a topic uh, so she was charged but she quote-unquote went to rehab went to she went to counseling for racism which is like what 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 is that exactly well what do you guys do in counseling for racism 
the fuck you talking about? You went to counseling for race issues and whatnot. But whatever, she went to counseling for racism and somehow after five or four courses and sit down conversations and, you know, racism, the prosecutors decided that what she did no longer mattered. That somehow she was not cured in what she did, the life that she put in danger, it didn't matter anymore. And so the charges were dropped. And the reason why I keep on saying the prosecutors is because these are the same motherfuckers who go to the fucking tilt, who fucking put metal to the pedal. They stomp their fucking foot on the gas when they, they when they get a chance to put one of us in jail, when they get a chance to put a brother in jail, when they get a chance to put a sister in jail. They ain't dropping shit. They ain't dropping shit for us. But this woman straight up and down tried to weaponize the police to at the very least inflict serious bodily harm on a black man and at the very worst straight up kill him. And again, I speak as someone who is a photographer as a hobby and I have a camera that I and I've said it many times. I have a particular camera that when I use it, that when I go out and I use this particular camera setup, I always think to myself that yo, a cop can see this and decide that it's a gun and I'll be shot dead. Like I think about that all the time. And so when I hear that, you know, police was called falsely on a a bird watcher, all I think to my men of the many things I think to myself, if a police is called if police is called unjustly on a black bird watcher, is that homie got binoculars, man. These this fucking, you know, jittery, ready to shoot the moment they see black skin motherfucking pigs will definitely decide that those binoculars are you know that's actually a gun that's actually a weapon and now they're suddenly fear for their lives and homie could have been dead straight up and down dead and instead of punishing this woman instead of holding her accountable prosecutors who are always looking to take our asses down as black men and black women over nonsense over anything that they can that they can think of decided to let this woman go and I tell you right now exactly what happened because the prosecutor said that one of Cooper's therapists said that the sessions, the five therapy sessions that included conversations about race wasn't even focused entirely on race because I have the information right in front of me as I'm glancing at it. One of them said that it was a moving experience. Let me tell you exactly what that means. That means this white woman broke out the fucking white woman tears and the prosecutors decided to forgive everything. That's exactly what that means. This white woman broke out the white woman tears that they know can get them out of anything. And if you're a black woman listening to this podcast right now, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Those weaponized white women tears, they can get those white women can use that to get out of damn near anything, anything. She, I bet you dollars to dime. She broke those motherfuckers out in the therapy sessions and now it was called a moving experience. And suddenly now her racism is now cured. After five sessions, after five therapy sessions, the racism that was ingrained in her spirit, that was completely ingrained in her thinking for years. This is not a this is not a teenager. This is not a teen. This is not a tween. This is a fucking grown ass woman. So that's years and years of embedded racism in her body, in her DNA that caused her to realize that hey i'm a white woman this black guy's bother me i'm going to lie to the cops so they can fucking take care of him and by take care of him you know kill him she was fucking aware of that the the instinct that propelled her to do this suddenly all that's gone because of five therapy sessions where she cried a couple of times fuck out of here man think about all our brothers and sisters in jail over bullshit and again 
and I know I brought up his name before, but there's a type of shit then where you think about Khalif, man. That brother was in jail for three years because it was suspected, wasn't proven, never taken to court. It was it was suspected that he sold a backpack in jail for three years, two of which he spent in solitary confinement. That's what they do to us. But this bitch gets to weaponize police and gets to get away with it. This bitch gets to call the police with the exp with the very clear intent of using the police, lying to the police, and using them to abuse and hurt a black man, and she gets to get away with it. This is how the system plays a role in allowing racism to grow and to remain strong as fuck. And I don't want to hear shit. Like, I remember I got into an argument when this was going down uh, with some black woman on Twitter who was talking about, you know, I know what she did wrong, but she's like, she's like anti, she's like anti-prison and anti this, that, and the other. And she was like, I know what she did wrong, but she can't, she shouldn't go to jail because that would just be abusive to women. What? What? You're a black woman and you over here caping for, for a white woman who tried to get a brother killed? What the fuck? Under the guise of feminism? And it's why guys and gals, you guys who follow the blog, you already know where I stand on feminism. That's why I say all the time, I'm not a feminist. I'm a womanist because my politics are black first. Protect black women first. Protect black men first. Protect black children first. Protect black neighborhoods first. And this woman made a point, made a point to go out here and to use her privilege as not only a white person, but as a woman to weaponize it against a black man and you over here caping for her to my she should not be punished. Somehow you think this is justice? Fuck out of here, man. And again, let's be clear. She told the cops that this dude tried to assault her. That Mr. Cooper, Mr. Christian Cooper tried to assault her. Do you understand what that kind of what that shit triggers in police in America? Who are conditioned that above all to protect white womanhood. She fucking told them, hey, this black dude tried to assault me. Come and help me. And the thing that gets me is that they're talking about how the therapist said that she learned a lot in the therapy sessions about race and, and racial injustice. That motherfucker, she knew. She knew. She knew enough to weaponize it. What the fuck you talking about? Like she didn't know. She exactly knew. She exactly knew the circumstances and the the social contract. She knew the social contract under which this country operates. That's why she was feeling very comfortable, feeling very empowered to call the police and say, hey, there's a black man threatening my life. I'm going to call the cops. I need you cops to come here and save me. When in fact, he wasn't even anywhere near her and most certainly did not threaten her. So what do you so what do we do? If they're not gonna punish her straight up and down, we got to. I'm I'm straight up and down. Straight up straight up, like we gotta make sure that anytime her name is Googled, that this shit comes up. I'm serious. If she yo, like I her life got to be straight up trashed. Straight up trashed. Now look, not everyone's in power not everyone's in power to do what you know I'm about to suggest. I usually am empowered to do this because i usually have these particular roles and companies where i work where i'm consulting but motherfucker you better bet you best to believe i wouldn't tell a company stripping down i'm not working with her 100 and we need to fucking vote for and elect prosecutors who are going to actually protect us that's probably the number one thing because this asshole of a prosecutor and i'm not even gonna mention the name of this person because i'm so disgusted i've i mentioned i already mentioned amy cooper's name way too fucking much in this whole thing because fuck her but straight up and down this is why down ballot elections are so important man 
How the fuck are you going to let this woman just slide and you over here putting brothers and sisters in jails over bullshit? So, yeah, that's what happened. Clearly, I'm fucking pissed as fuck. But again, I've talked about this often, right? White women have to be white women have to be held accountable for the role that they play in creating and maintaining white privilege, white supremacy and white racial hatred. I've talked about this at length on my blog that this is something that we do not do anywhere near as much. And we need to call out straight up and down. We need to call out sisters who stand in unison with shit like this. Straight up and down. They're not they're not helping us, yo. They're not helping us at all because this is not justice. This is how you maintain injustice. This is how you continue to tell black people, black people that their lives don't matter. This is how you continue to tell white women they will always be protected and given the benefit of the doubt, something that they certainly do not merit based on the historical record of this country. So, yeah, that's what's happening there. But again, as I like to do, I like to give you guys some solutions, yo. You need to call. I'm in New York, so there's something that happened in New York. I'm gonna be calling the fucking prosecutor. And I'm gonna be reaming that motherfucker out. One hundred percent. That's number one. Number two, I gotta pay. T- I, I'm guilty of this, dude. I'm guilty of this too, man. Like I pay more attention to down ballots, man. This fucking DA. Now nah, we got to remember that when this person runs again, ass is gone. You're not getting reelected. And we need to bring this shit up next time there's another person, another prosecutor up for election, up for positions. We need to bring this shit up. I need to, I'm holding myself accountable and responsible here as well. I need to get more fucking involved in this shit because this is some bullshit right here. And yeah, I'm going to do my part to make her life a living hell. 100%. Anytime you Google her name, anytime you, you look her up, <laughs> yeah, all of this shit is going to come up right at the top of the search results. 100%. And thankfully, I don't imagine that she's ever going to work in any place where I work. <laughs> but if she does, 100%, I will be telling HR, I'm not working with her. And if she stays, I go. And thankfully, I'm someone in a position where you don't want me to go because that's a whole department that goes straight to hell. <laughs> but you got to fight, we got to fight against bullshit like this. This is straight up and down injustice. Straight up and down. And again, I just think about all of our brothers and sisters who get fucking locked up over shit, bullshit, over weed, man. And she gets to use her whiteness to try and sick cops on people. And again, imagine if she if he didn't tape this shit, man. That's the thing that's crazy about this, yo. Imagine if he did not tape this. Homie could straight up be dead and she would have gotten away with it. Homie would have straight up been dead, y'all. Again, he's a bird watcher with binoculars, yo. Those binoculars, if they're the right shape, if they're long enough, and if if he's holding it in his hands, if he's holding them in his hands, and they're the and they're the super long binoculars, straight up and down, this could have ended his life. And she's gonna be told that she's gonna be able to get away with it because she just used some white women tears in those fucking therapy sessions. Five therapy sessions somehow wiped away decades of racism in her blood, in her DNA that empowered that moment, that empowered that lie, that empowered the the fake hysteria that she brought out to play on that fucking day. Five, really? Fuck out of here, man. So yeah, but yeah, that's all I got to say about that. It's some it's some bullshit. There's nothing more I can say about that. There's nothing more I can say about this. It's just some it's just some bullshit. But again, this is why but this is why I harp on all the time holding white women responsible for the fuckery, for their role, for their part in maintaining 
racism, white privilege, and white supremacy. Because Amy Cooper is a straight-up white supremacist. I don't give two shits about what that fucking therapy session and that therapist said. He got he got con. He or she got con because they wanted to get con because they wanted to you know let her off the hook. They wanted to find a reason to say that she was cured. Fuck out of here, man. Fuck all of them. But this is how it maintains. So we got to we got to remember to keep white women accountable, man. Stop fucking talking about racism and only talking about white men. The Amy Coopers of the world. These motherfuckers are in on it too, and they are walking lock step with white men and maintaining white supremacy and white privilege and white racial hatred in this country never forget all right that's all i'm going to do on this subject i'm just ranting and raving now we're going to move on to the next topic so the next topic is also one that is not a good one and something that i didn't even expect I was just minding my own business on Twitter, watching conversations happen around some things. I was just checking on Twitter while I was doing some other things, and fucking boozy badass came on, and I knew it had to be some bullshit. I knew it had to be some some fuckery. And so, I, I, I against my better judgment, <laughs> against my own better judgment, I should have stayed away because I knew it was going to be some bullshit, but I saw the title of the videos, I saw the tweets, and I was like, what? What the fuck? And I and I fell I fell in, man. I fell into the fucking rabbit hole of fuckery that is boozy badass talking nonsense. So if you don't know, boozy badass, which is a ignorant, uneducated motherfucker if there's ever been one, was talking shit about Lori Harvey and basically calling Michael B. Jordan a simp for getting into a relationship with Lori Harvey because of quote unquote her body count. So we got another insecure motherfucker talking about body counts meanwhile he has eight children by i believe six different women and he want to be the one talking about body counts and again this is this goes back to just look i am not one to throw around the term toxic masculinity uh, because generally speaking people who do their toxic radar never work on women that's where my big problems with the whole toxic masculinity crowd is that, okay, we can talk about all the toxic behavior from men and all that kind of stuff. And indeed there are, uh, but how come you never talk about it when women do it, when women engage in toxic behavior, when women engage in abusive behavior, because you don't really care about toxic behavior. You're just looking for an opportunity to talk about men and talk about how men and shade and talk about how you hate men. So you don't really actually care about people being harmed you only care about the opportunity to talk about niggas ain't shit. That's why I don't fuck with the toxic masculinity crowd because they're they're never around when women are doing when women are the one doing shit. When women are the one touching little boys. When when women are the ones, you know, over here slapping their men, slapping the fuck out of their men just because they don't like what he said, which is straight up abuse. They're they're never around for that conversation. That's why I don't fuck with them, and that's why, generally speaking, I've, I've, you know, my response to them is "fuck you." I want to talk to people who actually care about toxic behavior, no matter who does it. So I, that's why I don't throw around the whole toxic masculinity thing around often. I don't throw it around often. However, this is some bull bullshit right here. This is some weak man shit right here, man. This is the type of shit that proves that you're not a fucking man. You a fucking little boy over here talking about body counts. So basically, you want a woman who's never dated anyone before? Is that, is that basically what you're talking about? 
What kind of weak ass shit is that? And look, I'm not against virgins. If you're a virgin, if you've made a decision as a grown man or woman that you're going to save yourself for the person, the guy, the woman, you're going to save yourself for marriage, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Also awesome and beautiful if you choose not to. Neither one makes you a better person. Neither one makes you a person of high moral character. It's just a decision. It's just a choice. I've met many people who have quote unquote high body counts who have more who have had more integrity in their fingers than church girls who are serving who are saving themselves, church girls and church boys saving themselves for marriage. So that shit doesn't mean a damn thing to me. So you make the choice whatever way you want to, but that in of itself is not evidence that you are a person of high moral character and fiber. But that being said, what what exactly is he trying to say? And again, this this is this is a motherfucker with again eight kids, six baby mamas. Please, man, all these body count motherfuckers are fucking weird and weak as shit, straight up and down, man. You guys, you guys don't want to be with women. You guys want to be with little girls, which is a whole other subject. You know, saying which is a whole other subject. You're a grown ass man out here, what looking for someone who's never been with anyone else, who's never had a boyfriend, who's never kissed anyone. And honestly, man, look, I I don't subscribe to Vlad TV, Vlad, whatever that the it's a YouTube channel, but I don't subscribe to that YouTube channel. Like I've seen it whenever YouTube would recommend things, and every once in a while they'll recommend something from Vlad that I actually would watch. I mean, the last time I watched something on that channel, um, Shaka Khan, it was Shaka Khan. It was an interview with Shaka Khan. I don't get to hear from Shaka Khan often, so I definitely liked it. She had some dope stories, you know what I'm saying? I love Shaka Khan, but I'm not over here subscribing to fucking Vlad channel because too much fuckery be going on on that fucking shit, man. And please stop asking motherfuckers like Boozy and T.I. questions about relationships. Motherfuckers don't know shit. Those motherfuckers do not know shit. And the crazy thing about all this is that Boozy, <laughs> this motherfucker survived cancer, did he not? If I recall correctly, this dude survived cancer and you would think and you would think that that would give him some perspective on life. But I guess cancer probably just like money, just make you a bigger version of whatever you were beforehand. I guess I'm not sure because this motherfucker sounds worse. And again, it's uneducated as fuck. Like, why would anyone take him seriously? Uneducated. Just just straight up the stupidness was over here throwing concerts during the height of COVID, putting a whole bunch of black young people at risk, always on some bullshit. Why the fuck are you asking him about relationships, about what he thinks about Lori? Let that woman live her life. And all this bullshit about, you know, body counts is just another way for these insecure motherfuckers to police black women's bodies and to try and make them feel shame, to try and make them feel guilty for having just as much of a sex drive, for just have much of a human desire to be with someone else intimately as much as they fucking do. And, if, and I, look, I've said this before. If I was Michael B. Jordan, I would have kept the relationship secret with Lori. Not not I've not out of anything other than to let motherfuckers keep talking about how he doesn't like black women all the while he's going home to a black woman every night and let motherfuckers just, you know, talk stupid. But I'm petty like that. <laughs> I'm petty and stupid like that. But we got a beautiful black couple and you over here talking nonsense because your ass is insecure. Every motherfucker I've ever talked to about this whole body count thing with black women 
or women in general, but it just happens to be that I I always talk to black men. I mean, that's my circle. My circle is black men and, and black women. Every motherfucker who I talk to about this is always based on some fucking insecurity. Always based on this fucking insecurity. And the insecurity is multifaceted, yo. A, they don't they don't want to be adversely compared to someone in the in someone you've had before. I mean, let's be real. If your game is is whack, she's more likely to know it if she's been with someone who's had fire dick. Are we gonna be grown ups here? <laughs> let's be grown ups here. She's more likely to know that your game is whack. If she's been with someone whose stroke game was right. She's more likely to know that your game is fucking whack as fuck. Always some fucking insecurity shit like that. Underneath all this talk about, you know, all men and women and purity and all that. How come you don't get to, how come you don't have to be pure, motherfucker? How come you don't have to be pure? Huh? In all this, in all this calculations you've made, you get to be f- fucking a, a fucking dog. You get to be dirty as shit. You don't have to be pure, but she has to be pure. What kind of Eurocentric thinking is that bullshit? Fucking Puritan bullshit. Fuck out of here, man. Leave that woman alone. And boozy badass should be the last motherfucker talking. Looking like a... <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say it. I was about to go in. I was going to go in on a really petty level, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to just back up a little bit. But a part of this is also this idea of ownership, man. I've said it before. There is no freedom for black people without freedom for black women. And freedom... It's not freedom to be an object, but the freedom to be fully human, 100% human, to do whatever the fuck they want, to be as flawed, to be as perfect, to be as angelic, to be as devilish, to just be fucking human beings. And a part of the thinking here, the part of what powers this bullshit kind of idea that somehow the only women worthwhile are the women who somehow have a quote-unquote low body count, it's about ownership, man. This idea that somehow you get to dictate to black women, specifically in this case, how they should live, how they should comport themselves, what they have to do to be worthy. Let me tell you something. A black woman is worthy but just being a black woman. Straight up and down. Now, she can make herself unworthy, but body count is not the way she makes herself unworthy. And the thing is, is that there is a conversation that could be had. This is how this motherfucker is so ignorant. There is a conversation that could be had for black people, not just black women, but just black people who happen to be hurt, who happen to be who happen to be of a crushed spirit in the way that they actually deal with this is not through therapy, but through promiscuity promiscuous behavior through through promiscuous behavior there's an actual conversation that could be had about that because anything can actually be harmful to you if it is done for the wrong reasons if you're someone who's hurt if someone who's went through some serious trauma and one of the ways you've decided to deal with this trauma as opposed to actually confronting it is through promiscuous behavior there is actually a conversation to be had about that because you're just harming yourself you're just you're just trying to fill a hole in your spirit and in your heart with something that cannot do it, with something that cannot heal you. The same with someone who decides to use alcohol or drugs or whatever else to fill that hole in their spirit. There is a conversation to be had about that right there. But a person who just decides that they're going to have just a healthy relationship life, a healthy sex life. Nah, there's no conversation about that. There's no conversation to be had around that unless you just fucking insecure as shit. So boozy badass, he should absolutely get blasted like he is getting blasted. Is he gonna apologize? Of course not. Motherfuckers like that don't know anything about humility and apologizing and learning anything. Fuck out of here. He ain't gonna change. He ain't gonna change. He ain't gonna change. Motherfuckers damn near forty years old. He think he's gonna change? It's gonna take fucking a god level 
intervention event for this motherfucker to change. He's a dumbass motherfucker, yo. Just dumb. And motherfuckers who think like this, y'all just weak, man. Straight up and down, y'all just weak. Y'all just weak and y'all hypocrites. And if you think someone like Michael B. Jordan is a simp for dating a grown-ass black woman, then you guys don't know. You guys are weak as fuck. You guys are even weaker than I believe, yo. I don't know anything about Michael B. Jordan as a human being. Like, I hate when people talk about celebrities like they know them personally. Like, that shit just gets on my nerves. I do not know Michael B. Jordan. He's not my friend. I don't know if he's a nice person. I assume that he is given everything that I've seen, but I'm very much aware that everything that I've seen has been pretty much calculated. I'm not living in a house with him. I'm not his homeboy. We did not grow up together. He's over there and I'm over here. But I like to assume the best of people, especially black people. So I'm going to assume right now that he's a good dude. If you think a good dude who happens to be a black man who is one of the most wanted actors in Hollywood, in Hollywood is a simp, for dating a grown-ass black woman, a grown-ass beautiful black woman, y'all fucking crazy. Y'all fucking crazy. And you ladies who are backing this shit up, y'all fucking worse. I can understand black men who fall into this pattern because it's that, it's that masculine thing. It's that thing that, you know, you're taught very early on that you as a guy, you get to be the dog, but the woman, she has to be chased. She has to be, and, and if, you know, and the funny thing is, you're taught that if you're not a dog, you're not a man, and if she's not chased, she's not a woman, that that bullshit education, so I can understand some black dudes being programmed like this, I mean, still fucking bullshit, but I can understand it, I can see it happening, but ladies, what are you doing agreeing with this motherfucker, yo, what what the fuck are you doing, and then has, and then he has the nerve to talk about he wouldn't date her, motherfucker, <laughs> Have you seen you? I don't want to get too petty, y'all. I really don't want to get too petty, okay? What have you seen you? Come the fuck on, man. Come the fuck on. Lori got taste, man. She ain't fucking with you, <laughs> with your eight kids. And God bless those kids. This is not This is not a commentary on them. This is not even a commentary on the baby mamas, okay? I don't know what their situation was or is. I, I do not know. But I don't know... I don't care if you're black, white, Puerto Rican, native, Asian. If you're a fucking dude out here with eight children from six different women, then you got problems, homie. And you ain't married none of them. You ain't wife none of them. You just ran through them and having kids all willy-nilly. You got problems. Like, this definitely something you need to go to therapy for and fucking handle. I don't know what the fuck you doing talking about everyone else when you clearly got some issues that to be worked out in fucking therapy ignorant motherfucker you definitely need to go find a couch and find a black therapist preferably a woman to talk some sense into you and figure out why you are the way you are boozy because you you clearly got some issues going on if that's the life that you've led up until this point but trust me Lori's not out here having her feelings hurt because you don't think that you you wouldn't marry her fuck out of here man get the fuck out of here so yeah continue like i was never a fan i've never heard this motherfucker <laughs> i mean <laughs> anytime i heard of him you guys know my musical taste he's not the kind of person who i'm looking to listen to anyway but every time i hear this motherfucker's name he's over here talking some bullshit yo Dude, i don't understand you motherfuckers st- still standing this uneducated motherfucker yo talking shit about our black sisters yo fuck out of here yo so that's a whole boozy badass fuckery that's happening right now he needs to shut the fuck up and go to therapy and go handle his business before you start talking about other people. And Michael B. Jordan may be a lot of things, but he's not a sin for loving a black woman, a grown-ass black woman. 
I know you motherfuckers out here trying to date vir- you motherfuckers out here talking all this shit and you couldn't handle dating a virgin. You fucking crazy. Insecure as you motherfuckers are to be the first fuck out of here. Y'all talking all that nonsense. Shut the fuck up. Again, I've gone I've gone off, man. This thing just pissed me off so much. So so fucking insecure. Thankfully I have no guys like this in my life. There are no men in my life. All my homies got their head on straight. This is not something that I ever see my immediate surroundings. It's only some bullshit that I see online. Other motherfuckers talking crazy. Fucking talking crazy. I have one motherfucker talking about how a low body count, a woman with a low body count is representative that she actually has self-love. So I guess you hate yourself then. Like these, like these theories that they throw out, they never apply them to themselves. So I guess yo ass hate yourself, which backs up my theory that yo ass need to be in therapy before you get with anyone else. Because clearly using your own logic, your immature ass need to be in therapy because you clearly hate yourself. And all these motherfuckers also hate themselves. All these motherfuckers that you over here standing also hate themselves. So you should be telling them to go to therapy too because they're clearly filled with self-hatred. Fucking immature as fuck, man. Alright, so that's what's going on with Boozy Badass. There's nothing more to say. It's fucking lame. Thank God I was never a fan. I never ever heard of I never even heard of this motherfucker until he started talking shit like this. So thank you for that. Let's move on to the next topic. So the next and last topic here is a good one. These last two pieces of information I'm going to share with you guys is definitely good shit. Definitely good shit. So the NAACP has decided that they're going to sue Trump and his lawyer Giuliani over the January 6th insurrection. And what's crazy about this is how they're actually bringing this lawsuit about and what they're using to bring this lawsuit about. They are using a law called the Ku Klux Klan Act. Try saying that three times fast. (laughs) The Ku Klux Klan Act, which includes a statute that, to quote the New York Times, a statute that includes protections against violent conspiracies that interferes with Congress's constitutional duties. Now, they are bringing this lawsuit on behalf of a, a representative from Mississippi, a Democrat representative from Mississippi by the name of Benny Thompson. In the lawsuit is stipulating that Giuliani and Trump incited an insurrection which broke this act as a way, which broke the you know, 1871 act that I just described, as a way of interfering and impeding the congressional duties of Mr. Thompson, Representative Thompson. This is fucking awesome. Now they did not they did not say in the lawsuit how much they're looking for in terms of monetary damages. They did not say. But the fact that the lawsuits are coming in hot and heavy is what I love to see. Cuz if the Republicans in the Senate aren't going to make this motherfucker pay, then we need more stuff like this. We need more shit like this. We need to make Trump and everyone, everyone who played any kind of role in the big lie that empowered, that powered those riots, we need every one of them to pay and we need every one of them to be made miserable. Now, in this particular lawsuit, they're not just naming Trump and Giuliani. They're also naming 
the Proud Boys, which is a far-right white nationalist group, and the Oath Keepers militia group. Okay, now I think they should expand this to include people like Cruz and Lowry and all those other motherfuckers in the Senate and in Congress who played a role in this. Because if you at all help spread the lie that caused, that helped convince these people that this is something that they needed to do, this is something that the that Trump was asking them to do, was needing them to do, then you fucking guilty too. You guilty as fuck too. And so this is a beautiful thing. I love seeing this. And again, this is just another way that everyone who has the power to do so needs to get on board to make this motherfucker pay, to make his life miserable, to make everyone who played a role in this miserable. Now, of course, he's going to fight it, I'm sure. But come on, man. This is why I said this is why I said that one of the things that was accomplished with the impeachment trial was just bringing forth all. All of that evidence, all of that evidence was brought forth that now can be used in all of these other trials, in all these other lawsuits. Because clearly, many of the people bringing forth the lawsuits in other states don't have the resources of the federal government to go get this evidence. And so by making it clear, by making this evidence available, all these other law firms can use it to go after these motherfuckers, yo. And this is what needs to happen. He needs to pay. And he needs to be made miserable. Now, we will see where this is, where this is going to go. I'm definitely keeping track of this. But this was awesome, yo. Because I, I did not expect the NAACP to get involved in this, to be honest with you. I mean, unfortunately, I don't think about them much whenever we're doing all of our work for racial justice. And it's not my fault. That's really their fault. You know, they've often taken the wrong side and or been, or been just a little too blasé, a little too weak for my taste. Not militant enough, in my opinion. But hey, they're clearly doing the right thing here. And they're not alone because, you know, he's being sued in New York for tax evasion, a plethora of other things. In Georgia, there's a Georgia district attorney that's looking to sue him for election interference as well. All, so this is just a beautiful thing. Everyone needs to get on board. You know, there needs to be this. There needs to be a fucking tag team to get that motherfucker. There needs to be a fucking tag team to get this motherfucker. In the lawsuit, and I'm quoting here from the New York Times, in the lawsuit, Mr. Thompson said he was forced to wear a gas mask and hide on the floor of the House Gallery for three hours while hearing threats of physical violence against any member who attempted to proceed to approve the Electoral College ballot count. I mean, they got him dead to rights. They got him dead to rights right there, yo. And the crazy thing about this whole thing is that this... Law, this statute in the Ku Klux Klan Act from 1871 was put in place to keep from happening exactly what happened on January the 6th. They clearly put that in place because back then there was a threat that the Ku Klux Klan would fucking kill people if they didn't get their way, if they didn't elect the people who the Klan believed should be elected, which was probably just anyone not black. You know what I'm saying? Those motherfuckers. And so it just kind of shows you how it's total full circle. Because that was a clear white supremacist themed inspired mob. And understand everything that we're dealing with here. This is all a result of white supremacist capitalistic thinking, yo. All this shit. All the people who died on the COVID who did not have to. And there's a great bit of research out on that. That you can definitely go Google and see for yourself. 
That's all because motherfuckers decide to give ultimate power in this country to a fucking white supremacist because they themselves are white supremacists at heart. And I don't give two shits if you if we're talking about black people or white people because I've met because we all know some of the worst white supremacists in the world are black and brown people. The way they cape for white supremacy in hopes of gaining white approval. And so all this shit is white supremacist capitalistic born. And so there is a bit of humor in the fact that one of the ways that it's being attacked, at least in this instance, is by a law that was created for the express purposes of challenging white supremacists in this country via the Ku Klux Klan. So this is awesome news. We're going to keep track of this. We're going to keep track to where it goes. The lawsuit also claims, now again, I'm reading from the New York Times, Mr. Thompson, 72 years old, claims he was put at increased health risk by later being required to shelter in place in a cramped area that did not allow for social distancing. The lawsuit notes that Mr. Thompson shared confined space with two members of Congress who tested positive for COVID-19 shortly after the attack at the Capitol. Damn, my man went through it. Wasn't the only one, but damn, yo. Now, this clearly does not say that he himself ended up testing positive for COVID-19, but that's fucked up. He's 72 years old. We know older folks are at higher risk. This is going to be interesting to watch. So this is going to definitely be interesting to keep an eye on, and I'm definitely happy that the NAACP got in on this. And we're going to see if more lawsuits like this can be filed on behalf of representatives, man. My hope is that this kind of turns into a bit of a framework because every representative, especially black representative, person of, person of color, they should file the same recipe. You know what I'm saying? You, put, you specifically put my life in danger, by breaking this act from 1871, I'm going to sue you too. That's a, that's something that AOC and all the brothers and sisters in, in Senate should definitely be looking to do. So that's that bit of news. That's awesome. We're going to keep an eye on this and we will let you know where we go from here. All right. So last bit of news for today. So this bit of news is a little bittersweet for me to for me to say, for me to talk about. Only because I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> okay, I don't hate him now. I don't hate him now. But there was a time in my life where I hated this dude. But given how many of our legends, how many of our icons we've lost, I think it's absolutely important that we celebrate in our community our heroes, our icons, while we have the chance, which is something that's always been true, but I feel as if we now understand just how true and important that is. And I am talking about no one else but Michael Jordan. Not Michael B. Jordan, but the original, Michael Jordan, who turns 58 today. There was a time where I would have never spoken his name without using words like motherfucker, bitch, hate his ass, all that kind of shit, yo. Because I'm a Knicks fan. That's right. Feel sorry for me. Although, maybe not so much this year. We're doing okay. We're doing okay this year. But, man, I hate his guts. I hated his guts, man. Hated this dude. Kept my team from winning all those all those chips that we probably would have won at least two. At least two. Fuck. Hated this dude. But we got to celebrate his airness, man. Because we got to give him his roses while he's still while he's still with us. And... Team allegiance aside, he is the greatest of all time. He is the greatest of all time. And he actually 
has a real a real resume which would absolutely include him in the conversation of greatest athlete of all time. Not fucking Tom Brady whose ass can't even run. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Okay? But Michael Jordan, the guy who won defensive player of the year in 87-88 while also wearing score while also winning scoring titles and championships and MVPs. Call me when Brady is out here throwing touchdowns and making interceptions. Okay? Then we're gonna talk about him being the greatest athlete of all time. Fuck out of here, man. Michael Jordan though, Michael Jordan though, this motherfucker? Yes. Yes. And I still remember, even though I hated him, there were many times. Look, every time the Bulls played the Knicks, I was like, okay, this is gonna be an L. <laughs> this is a good there's a good chance for an L. I remember when he came out of retirement and he dropped a double nickel on the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden, man. That broke my heart, but at the same time, it was just fucking amazing. I think it was like maybe his second or third game back. It was one of his early games back out of retirement. And he he wasn't looking that great. And then he came to the garden, man. And dropped a fucking double nickel on us. Like, goddamn, man. This guy just loved hurting the Knicks. <laughs> like, he made it a point to hurt us, yo. But, yeah. Greatest of all time. He turns 58 today. So, happy, bir- happy birthday to Michael Jordan. Uh, so, if you got time today, you know, go online. Look up some stats. Look up some, some video clips, man. Because I think sometimes because of the... And we definitely have great players today. I think we forget just how amazing this dude was, man. This is a... A basketball player extraordinaire. Extraordinaire, man. This dude was just otherworldly, yo. Otherworldly. I remember seeing I remember watching the game where Scotty shoots the free throw, misses, and Jordan comes out of nowhere for the putback dunk. Up until that moment, I've never seen that before in my life. And that's still like my favorite Jordan highlight. I know he has the whole switching the hands layup and all that and dunking on Hewen, you know, coming back on the baseline and dunking on Hewen. I know he has all those highlights, but that particular highlight is still just amazing to me because even when you watch it today, it's like, how do you get through all these motherfuckers? I think he changed defenses, yo. I think ever since then, motherfuckers are like, yo, whenever motherfuckers are shooting free throws, just watch everybody. Don't let anyone out of your eyesight, yo, because you never know who's going to come in for the putback. Because that was crazy. So shout out to Michael Jordan. Even though I hated you when you were playing. Because you was always beating my team. But still you are the GOAT. And you definitely, you warrant. Your resume, your athleticism actually warrants the conversation. About whether or not you are the greatest athlete of all time. I don't know where I would put him though. I would put, it's definitely top three. Definitely top five. Let me put it like that. Definitely top five actual athletes who are the greatest of all time. Definitely top five. I just don't know where I would put him. And I know, nope, nope, nope. I'm not going to get into my top five. We're not doing that. But still, he definitely warrants entry into that particular conversation. Not no fucking Tom Brady's ass. Shut up. So shout out to Michael Jordan. Turns 58. Stay safe. Hope we get to celebrate you for a couple more years. Uh, and, I, and you know what? I'm not going to lie. I hope he wins a championship as an owner. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to put it out there. I hope he wins a championship as an owner, right? Because right now, one of the jokes is that he is the Michael Jordan of bad owners, which is fucked up. But I hope he turns it around. You know what I'm saying? I hope this season, I hope having, you know, um, LaMelo Ball and Hayward and some of the talent he has on the Hornets, I hope he turns it around and actually wins a championship the next, what, Five to ten years. I really am rooting for him in that regard. 
not more than my Knicks, but I am rooting for him in that regard. And so that's the show for today, guys. Thank you for joining me. We went through a lot of stuff today. I kind of felt like this this show was a little ranty, a little more ranty than I that I used to that I'm used to doing it. A little bit more ranty than I prefer. But you know, I was just hot mad for so many things. But nevertheless, thank you for joining me today. As always, rate, review, share this with your friends. Give me them five stars, and I will see you guys back here tomorrow.